What up, P-Silly listeners? Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously. The Professionally Silly Podcast. It's your audible boot thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And this is the podcast where we shoot the shit, where comedy can meet any topic that we discuss. So shout out to all my listeners, new and loyal. In case you haven't noticed, I have been trying to get back into the weekly postings of my podcast episodes. So far, so good. An old college friend actually had a lot to do with that. So shout out to you, Whitney. I love you, girl. Let me tell you something. I miss college so much. I I was thin. I was sexy. I was carefree-ish. <laughs> and I had no fucking idea that I was any of those things. <laughs> you know, because when you're, when you're a young adult, you have no idea how good you got it until you're in your 30s and you don't got it no more. You know, <laughs> that's just how it goes, man. That's how the cookie crumbles. I thought I thought that I was fat when I was in college. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, I thought I was ugly. I was gorgeous. I was fit. I almost had abs now that I think about it. I mean, if I really tried and lost maybe 10 pounds, just 10, and I really tried, I could have had like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Could have had them, I could have had them ab abs. <laughs> could have had them ab abs. So, anyways, I I was I was out in those streets when I, well when I was in my twenties. Well, not like that. Like I was I wasn't a sleut or anything like that. But I I was you know I was on stage. You know I was a theater major. I I, I was I was a a bartender. I was a bar back. I was I did everything, man. I was I was at the clubs. I was I was doing it. I was in my 20s. So if you're in your 20s right now, look, enjoy that shit. It's an amazing time. God, why do I feel 87 right now? Jesus. The one thing about me that has changed since my 20s, yeah, besides my weight, uh, because I'm definitely fat now for sure. Um, (laughs) I don't go out as much as I used to. I need to get back into the world. I I let my my insecurities of my physical appearance stop me from enjoying some of the joys of life and I think most people know exactly what I mean not just women either but men too men too so I decided to put myself out there more and have some fun meet new people which is honestly terrifying in your 30s like what am I supposed to do go up to another adult and say hey you want to be my friend I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking, but making friends as adults isn't as easy as it was when I was a kid. Because as an adult, I know what rejection is, and I know what that shit feels like. And as a kid, I didn't know shit, and I didn't give a shit. I was fearless. What? Invincible. I made some really stupid decisions as a child, and also as a young adult. I don't know how I'm alive, if I'm being honest with you. (laughs) I don't know how I'm how I'm breathing (laughs) right now but now now in my 30s not so much not not as fearless I tend to think about the consequences of things no matter how small they could be it's in my brain you know what I'm saying (laughs) like I'm thinking about it at all times so something kind of awesome happened this week okay speaking of my 20s so uh, when I was in my 20s I used to go to this awesome bar in Atlanta called my sister's room uh, MSR And so one night they had an artist that was playing the guitar and she was singing. It was a great concert. It was an amazing show. And her music was beautiful and warm and her lyrics were relatable and her sound had a soulful twang, you know, and her name is Lindsay Hinkle. I probably should have told you that her name is Lindsay Hinkle. 
and um, she's amazing. So after the show, I bought her CD and uh, we had a lovely conversation. I don't remember exactly what we talked about, but she was down to earth and very kind. And I remember there was a joke about me owing her a beer or something, or she owed me a beer. I don't remember. Something about Miller Lite. I don't remember everything, but I do remember small bits. Anyways, but um, I listened to, actually I had two of her CDs. I listened to the CD that I bought that night in my car when I was alone. So I could sing along and feel the feelings, you know, just kind of let the, the music and, 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 the, and the vibe just kind of flow over me. Because, you know, sometimes there, there are certain songs or even artists, whatever, that just touch you and you just, you need to be alone to hear it. You know what I mean? That's, that's what that entire CD was for me. And I, I do feel like a lot of us get that. <laughs> sometimes music, it can make your, make your feelings feel validated. You know, music has always been a very close personal friend of mine in many genres of music. I like so many different types of music, the lyrics or the beat or whatever it is that moves me. You know, if I, if I like that, I'm going to listen to it, you know? So anyways, she posted something on her Facebook artist page, uh, Lindsay Hinkle, and uh, I commented telling her how much I enjoyed her music over the years and that I bought her CD. And, but over the years of moving so much, you know, they got lost. I couldn't find them. And then actually one of the CDs I did find, but it was like covered in scratches. You guys, you remember CDs, man. Once once they get scratched or smudged or something, they just, they skip, skip, skip. They don't work, you know? Ah, <laughs> oh, good times, good times. I guess that was the millennial version of buffering, <laughs> skipping. Then we had our portable CD players. They had the anti-skip. Oh, we thought we was doing everything. We, we thought we could take our take a jog with those. Nah, I still skipped. I also told her that I was so glad that I found some of her music on Amazon Music because that I, I subscribed to that. I, I love them. And uh, she thanked me and offered to send me a free CD for your charge, right? You know, the same CD that I, I loved so much. And I didn't, I don't even think I have anything to play it on besides my car, which is totally fine with me. But the offer was so awesome. I was like, uh, hell yeah, here's my address. Like, <laughs> I was really excited about it. You know what I mean? Shout out to Lindsay Hinkle for not, for not only being an amazing artist, but a kind person. Your music touches more people than you, than you could possibly know. And it gives me a sense of reality. Oh, <laughs> I meant what I just said, but sense of reality was actually a title of one of her songs. <laughs> well, I guess I better stop because that's enough. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> Once again, thank you so much, Lindsay. And if you have never heard of Lindsay Hingle, I certainly hope that you go ahead and give her songs a listen. They are amazing. I wish I could I could play a, a, a tidbit here, but I think I would need to get her permission to do that. And I and I haven't. I didn't think of that. Shout out to Lindsay Hingle. On with the show today, let's get to the silly, y'all. So I've got a power slap update. So check out the last two episodes to find out more about that if, you, if you're listening for the first time. Also, we've got the Miss Honey Complex. What is it and is that a thing? Where is one place you probably shouldn't put a crack pipe? That and more right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. 
Pictures can be found on the podcast Instagram at It's Pro Silly. Before we get to the silly, do me a favor and leave a five-star and written review on whichever platform that you're listening to. Hook up your audible boot fang with the opportunity to earn more listeners. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and download episodes so you can get pro silly with me without needing Wi-Fi or data. You know, is slapping people in the face as hard as possible bad for them? Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. So in my last two episodes, I told you guys about Dana White and the Power Slap League. So make sure you check those out if you haven't already. So you understand what this update is about. And shocking news, some people believe that power slapping could be extremely dangerous. The Power Slap League is pretty much where grown ass men slap each other in the face as hard as they can. Yeah. What could go wrong here? So people actually lose consciousness while doing this. And it seems to be a, a goal, actually. It seems to be something that they're trying to happen. They want to knock out their competitor. And uh, <laughs> there are people that are calling it violence porn. That's, that's a way to describe it. So the Power Slap League was created by UFC President Dana White. And you may remember his name recently for being in the news because he and his wife got into their own power slap competition in Cabo uh, this this past New Year's Eve. So, yeah, that happened. And then about a week later, um, power slap came out. <laughs> so you take what you want from that. Anyways, it premiered on TBS last week. And there are some who are concerned about, I don't know, brain damage. That might be a concern, which you know, makes sense, especially when they are knocking each other out. That's not so, That's not the kind of thing you should be putting your brain through constantly. That's just not a good idea. Once again, knocking each other out, that seems to be the idea. They actually have medical staff on standby to wake up the men who get knocked out because sometimes they don't come to immediately they need some medical assistance to help them wake back up that that kind of seems like a problem to me i feel like football players boxers and mma fighters ufc fighters they don't have to worry about this kind of thing because they have protectives me protective measures that are taken for them gloves helmets pads and more and their sports are still extremely dangerous on this show it's an open hand and no helmet when they're slapping each other in the face. They do, however, wear mouth guards, though. So I got to give them that. All right. The NFL and UFC and, of course, the sport of boxing um, definitely have their dangers. But power slap doesn't even seem to take precautions. Not only that, these these men, when they're being slapped, they're not allowed to defend themselves. They just they just stand there and take the hit. Whereas in football, you can run, you can jump, you can you know, dive, whatever. And boxing, you can dip, you can block, you can, you know what I'm saying? UFC, you can move, you can dip, you can block, you can hit back, all this stuff. But in power slap, you can't do that. You have to stand there and take it. Now, of course, neurologists are also concerned about the sport. Many doctors are. Uh, Dr. Chris uh, Nowinski, I think that's how you say his name, PhD, said on his Twitter, along with a video of a man who was knocked out in a power slap round, he says, this is so sad. 
he may never be the same. Dana White and TBS should be ashamed. Pure exploitation. What's next? Who can survive a stabbing? Those are the highlights of the tweet. And I got to say, now that I'm thinking about this and now that I'm hearing all these things, I kind of get why people are concerned for these men. Now, a lot of professional fighters also think that this should be stopped as well. Not to mention, once again, there is no defense tactics in this so-called sport. They just stand there waiting to be hit. So this could be a problem in the future of these slappers. But I also think these are grown-ass men. And if they want to get famous getting slapped in the face and get TKO'd on TV, meh. <laughs> you know, you grown as fuck. Do what you want to do. You know, what do you, I mean, what do you guys think about this? Because I'm actually on the side of it's none of my fucking business. And they signed up as grown-ass men, their body, their choice, in a way. <laughs> Shit. At least they have rights over their bodies because women sure fucking don't. That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> so if you want to cause brain damage to be a part of, of a power slap league, go ahead. Next up, if a man flies a woman in to see him, is she obligated to give him some? Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. It's no secret that dating in today's world is different than it was when our parents were dating or when our grandparents were dating. And we have apps and video chatting capabilities and more. Technology has given us a plethora of options, but here is my question. Ladies, I need you to let me know on the Professionally Silly podcast group on Facebook, if a man flies you out to see him, are you obligated to sleep with him? Is that automatically expected? And that can go both ways, whether you're gay, straight, bisexual, if somebody flies you out to see them. Is it already known that you are expected to sleep with them? Now, I'm sure a lot of people will say yes, but let's talk about it for a second. So I came across a video on Twitter and it says she finessed him for 5K and didn't want to be touched. That's a quote from the tweet there. I think it's like at Maurice, something like that. And attached to that is a video. Let me just try to play it for you guys because this, this is crazy. Let me let me explain to y'all. Let me let me explain to y'all the story. I flew this way from up Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Been talking to her on Instagram for months. You feel me? I done spent damn near five cheese on this. She talking about she don't want nobody touch her. Man, you got me fed up. You man, well you can leave. First of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. I been. First, she told me she don't even fly spear, right? Tell me she don't fly spear. Like, like she, like, okay, so I get her mother. So I get her mother Delta. That's damn near six, seven hundred last minute, right? Okay. So plus her bags, check in, all that shit. We go get it, Uber, all that shit. Then I'm damn near at two G's already. So we get here. First night, I'm being, a, I'm being a whole gentleman. I've been a whole gentleman. Have you not? Have I not been a gentleman to you though? Have I not done anything? But you should have knew what it was if I flew you out here, though. Why come out here then? So, y'all, this is the Instagram model. You know what? I ain't gonna even be no petty ass. Put your name on there like that. Okay, so why the would you come halfway across the country knowing you didn't want to on that? 
I ain't say you I did. You know what it was, time. though. You knew what it was. You want to spend money. That's I spent five G's on you. What you talking about? Five G's. What you talking about? So look, she did it. Hold on, let me talk. Shut up. Shut up. Then we so we about to go eat, right? So shorty tomorrow, she hungry. So shorty, call, call him. Call him. Pack all this shit. I'll help you. I'll help you leave. Pack all this bum shit up. Pack all this shit. Pack all that shit up. It's not even about the. It's not even about. It's really about the money because ain't about nothing. You feel me? Ain't about nothing. So listen, we get off the fight. Let me tell the story. We get off the fight. Somebody, uh, you know, was, we went back to the room. Well, she like, I'm hungry. I'm all right. Well, let's see. Let's go to a little restaurant or something. You know, I'm trying to get her something to eat. She's like, oh, no. Nah, I only eat the best. I want some crab legs. That's nothing. So we go to the restaurant. I spend damn near ordering steak. Motherfucking crab legs. The, it's most, I'm buying all that shit, though, bitch. Let me. <laughs> I had to pause that for a second. This man is out of his mind. You are a grown ass man. You made the decision to fly someone out that you don't fucking know. And you expected her to give you some because you, you spent money. She's not a prostitute. Like, you know what I'm saying? She thought she was getting a, a, a free fun, good time. Maybe things could have turned into something else, but the moment she turns you down, this is how you behave. Apparently she made the right decision <laughs> what can you imagine if she had sex with this dude got pregnant had a baby with this nigga now she's stuck with him nah <laughs> yo all right there's actually some more i don't even know if i want to play the rest of it it is a three minute and 22 second video we i paused it at two minutes and, and three seconds in like I, <laughs> this is insane i tell you what i tell you what I will go ahead and put the link to this video uh, down in the description box and you can watch this toxic trash and figure out, you know, whose side that you're on. <laughs> I will do that. But my question to you is, who is actually in the wrong here? Is it him for treating her like a prostitute or her for, for quote unquote, using him for his money? Uh, it's, it honestly doesn't sound like he communicated his expectations with her. I think he just assumed, you know, if I drop this money, she got to give me the pussy. That's what it sound like. Now, if you are, if you, as a grown ass man, decide to drop 5K on someone you don't fucking know, that is on you. You was willing to spend the money and she was willing to accept it. No one held a gun to this nigga's head and said, yo, drop five, drop that 5K right quick. Like that, that didn't happen. Okay, <laughs> I think the way that he behaved was immature and petty, and I think she probably should have known that this nigga wanted the uppercase P word, okay? Pussy. Okay, because <laughs> she's not stupid, but she knew he was, you know? <laughs> Ladies and gents, let's be smarter out here in these streets, y'all. Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B telling these women to go get the bag, and they doing it. And also, fellas, don't drop 5K on a bitch you never met. That's just dumb as fuck. <laughs> Come on. Now, if I'm playing devil's advocate, which is very difficult for me to do, because I think he's stupid and she knew he was stupid and she took advantage of that. But I'm trying to see if I can be devil's advocate here. Put my mind as a stupid man uh, that would drop $5,000 on a bitch. I don't know. 
I can't do it. He's just stupid. I'm sorry. I was going to see if I could see it from his angle, but he's dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> yo, if somebody here, if somebody here wants to play devil's advocate, yo, go to the professionally silly pod group on Facebook and y'all can debate there, but make sure that you guys are respectful to each other. So far, the professionally silly fa uh, Facebook pod group has been very wonderful and haven't, there hasn't been any drama or disrespectful people. So I don't even know why I have to make the announcement, but I just want to go ahead and make it. <laughs> Next up, let's talk about the one place a cracked pipe shouldn't be. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Okay, so we have a woman from the lovely state of Florida. <laughs> so y'all already know what's is about to be some. Uh, she decided to put her crack pipe in a location many of us hold dear. Let's do a cold read from thesmokinggun.com. If you are new here, a cold read as an actor, which is moi, it is when they give you a script or something and you have to read it without having read ahead of it first. You got to go ahead and show them your acting chops and your reading skills right then and there. So we're going to do a cold read from thesmokinggun.com. So I was on the uh, smokinggun.com and I saw a title that uh, caught my eye. The title isn't, the first part is in quote, uh, this is not a pipe, end quote, female suspect claimed. Surreal moments occurred during strip search. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then I saw a photo of a crack pipe. And then I said to myself, I got to share this with the, with the professionally silly listeners. I feel like this is, this is our home. <laughs> so this happened uh, January 19th of this year. And it reads, uh, after after jail deputies conducting a strip search spotted what appeared to be a crack pipe. Hell, oh, okay. So this next word, um, after what appeared to be a crack pipe hanging from her vagina is what it says in quotes. A Florida woman, that's a lot. A Florida woman claimed that the item was actually a sex toy and not drug paraphernalia, according to the arrest affidavit. Okay, I'm sorry. Even if it was just a sex toy, why is it hanging from your vagina in public? Why are you, why, why, what? <laughs> now, if you are a um, loyal listener to this podcast, I have given you many random true crime stories that have not always ended in someone's murder or or sexual assault. There are d other kinds of true crime out there, several of them actually, and a lot of them were in Florida. Um, we had people who were literally just masturbating in public, men, women, women with toys, men with toys. It, it was just a lot. This seems to be a huge problem in Florida. So, I mean, like, I guess if I were a cop, I probably would have believed her at first. Oh, you're masturbating in public? Of course you are. I mean, everybody does that in Florida. <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> so it says here, Carmela Ann Maines, 57, was busted yesterday on a warrant charge with her failing to appear in court in connection with an alleged theft last year at a Walmart store. Oh, her story is just getting better and better and more Florida. Okay, so while uh, Carmela, Carmela, I think is how you say her name, was being processed into Pine Ellis County Jail, I'm sure I said that wrong, a booking officer... Quote, open quote, observed an anomaly, close quote, after the inmate passed through a full body scanner. Oh, so she thought she can go through this body scanner and then not see this, um, as she says, sex toy 
hanging from her vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a crackhead for sure. So du- <laughs> during a subsequent strip search, jailers reported a glass pipe was protruding <laughs> from the defendant's vagina. <laughs> Can you imagine being the woman known as the one who had the crep pipe in her vagina. Because you know damn well them cops was talking about her for a long time. It'll be a story that they tell their friends and family for years. You know, one day at work, this woman had a crack pipe in her vagina. Let me tell you about that. What? <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm looking at her mugshot. She, I, I hate to assume how old uh, white women are. <laughs> because you just never know. They either look super young. They never look their age. They either look super young for their age or they look super old for their age. <laughs> now, listen, I'm not making that shit up. Some of y'all age like bananas. It is what it is. So she could be the between the ages of, I don't know, 16 and 87. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how old this woman is. But she looks like she's had a hard-ass life. But somebody is loving her. She got a hickey on her neck. Yeah, look at that. Somebody's sucking on it. Okay, so and she was removed. So the uh, the crack pipe was remo- was removed from her body. Oh, no, 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 no. I misread that. So it says here, she removed the crack pipe from her body and threw it on the ground and stepped on it in an effort to destroy the evidence. Investiga- investigators allege. So this is... I'll, I'll be sure to include the mugshot on the uh, professionally silly uh, Instagram at it's pro silly. She then attempted to explain away the glass pipe as a sex toy to staffers, reported deputy deputy James Upton, who added that the pipe rem- remnants had burnt markings and was consistent with the pipe commonly used to smoke crack cocaine. Good old crack cocaine <laughs> making a, another appearance in a Florida story. <laughs> so uh, Carmela was uh, charged with introducing contraband into a detention facility and tampering with evidence. Both felonies. She is locked up in lieu of a $3,500 bond. Oh, and, and guys, guys, she has she has a rap sheet. <gasps> Shocker. So her rap sheet includes convictions of trespassing, disorderly conduct, fraud, battery, driving without a license, and failure to appear in court. I got to say, all of that is a complete shock to me. I cannot believe that that a, a wonderful, lovely woman such as herself, who, who just happened to have a crack pipe hanging from her vagina, would have any other charges. That is just out of this world. I can't believe it. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> This is a lot. First of all, first of all, I cannot. Florida, you never cease to amaze me. Thank you so much for existing. I feel like you are the reason people listen to my podcast at all. Thank you. Let me know uh, in the Professionally Silly Pod group what you guys think about this uh, crack pipe wielding, uh, this this crack pipe wielding vagina holder. Tell me what you think about her on the, on the Professionally Silly Podcast group. I could not get the sentence out. Okay. Coming up, the Miss Honey Complex. And for those of you unaware, Miss Honey is a character from one of my favorite childhood movies, Matilda. She was Matilda's teacher. We're going to talk about the Miss Honey Complex 
what is it and is it a thing? It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Not crack pipes in your vagina. Jesus Christ. Florida, you are just... (laughs) So I came across this Reddit post on a Reddit page called Lesbian Actually. And someone posted a photo of Miss Honey in the movie Matilda. And the caption read, The Miss Honey complex is real. Every child lesbian had a crush on Miss Honey. Prove me wrong. Fam, I'm going to tell you right now, as a lesbian, um, this is absolutely correct. What the fuck? (laughs) I thought I I was the only one. Then I, I read the comments under the post, and I am not alone. Okay, my favorite comment, actually, it was it was coming uh, from someone, uh, Insomniac Raccoon, and they said, yo, when she lowers her glasses, when Matilda gets her multiplication right, I think that's when I knew I wasn't straight. And then someone else said, me too. And then someone else was like, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a real thing. This is a real thing. So I even I even went ahead and I texted a couple of my friends to see, you know, if they agreed with me. So I hit up my home, my home girl, uh, Chelsea Welch, and um, she laughed at it, which means she totally understood and agreed with that shit. And then she texted me and she said, yo, leave Miss Honey alone. She innocent. <laughs> and I was like, nah, <laughs> she's mine. <laughs> and then a lot of people agree with me. I also text my friend Jade, Jade Fox, formerly known as Miss Foxy Hot Mess, I text her and she's, I text her the same thing. And she said, you know what? The gay gene hits early. Okay. like <laughs> That's what Jade had to say. And then I hit up, I hit up my homegirl, Shell. And uh, Shell said, hell yes, Miss Honey was bae. You see, so th- there's something to this. There is something to this. Miss Honey woke up a lot of baby lesbians and we just didn't understand because I was like, yo, I like the way that blouse is hanging off your body, Miss Miss Honey. <laughs> you know, I would like some after school tutoring sessions, please. <laughs> yo, I had a crush on her too. That's so crazy. I think it may have been the innocence of her because she was innocent, but also fine. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. She can get it. She can get it to this day. Well, to this day, me, my age, and then the age she was when that movie was made. I don't know what Miss Honey looked like right now. So let's not, we'll just, we'll end this segment here. Next up, I found some of the worst first date stories I've ever heard. Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode because this video that you're seeing is going to be a part of my next podcast episode. So it's going to be a segment on there. Okay, so I want to go ahead and we're going to talk about the single life, but not really, (laughs) sort of. If you are lucky enough to have a significant other out there in this world, count your lucky stars because there is not a lot out there. Y'all done got the good ones. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's a crapshoot out there. 
So today I'm going to share with you some worst first date stories. Listen, there are a lot of people out there that have some cringy first date stories, funny first date stories. If you're anything like me, you're you're probably wondering, date? What foreign word is that, date? What does that mean? Is that Latin? <laughs> Listen, it's been a while. Let me alone. If you are joining me on the Professionally Silly podcast right now, make sure you go ahead and hop on over to the Professionally Silly YouTube channel and, and join in on the Audible Silly visually. All right, let's go ahead and get into these worst first date stories. Ah, I'm so excited because all of these stories is pretty much what I will be experiencing as I'm swiping left and right. God, I really miss the good old days where you can like meet somebody while you're out, but now it feels like anytime I go out, I'm I'm surrounded by couples and you're like, how'd you meet? They're like Tinder, Match.com, you know, Hinge, Bumble, you know, <laughs> Instagram. I'm like, what? I miss the 90s. We used to go to bars and clubs. Well, I'm saying it like I was an adult in the 90s. But I, on TV, they went to bars and clubs and museums and shit. And they met people. What the fuck? <laughs> it's not fair. But I'm not bitter. Even though Valentine's Day is on the way, just rearing its ugly-ass head around the corner. But again, I'm not bitter. Let's get on to these stories before I embarrass myself even more than I already have. Okay, let's go ahead and get to these first dates. I went on a first date and took her to the cinema. When I paid for the drinks snacks, she held her hand out for the change and then proceeded to put it in her pocket. On the second date we went for dinner, I left cash for the tip. She picked it up and pocketed. No third date. First of all, I would like to say how difficult it is to say pocketed it. She picked it up and pocketed it. Pocketed it. Why can't he just say she picked it up and then put it in her pocket? Like, I understand that's more words, but pocketed it. It's easier to read without saying it. I just, I feel like I know what I'm saying. <laughs> but what a hell of a date. Like, who does that? Why? Why is that something that someone would do? That's, wow. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised there was a second date after after she stole his change. I remember like, um, I'm going to give it. Give that to me. <laughs> That's mine. Like, what the fuck? He asked me how I wanted to die. What? That, without even having read the rest of that, that is not anything that you discuss on a first date. How do you want to die? What the fuck? <laughs> Why do you want to wear my face as a mask? Is that what, is that where this is going? There's no other excuse for this. What? Ah, uh, he asked me how I wanted to die. I said, in my sleep, he said, no, that's not gruesome enough. What the fuck? Yo, this dude is a serial killer. There's no way that he's not. It goes on to say, he also tried to kiss me three times, which I had to dodge. I ran away from him, actually ran, LOL, hashtag, worst first date. I am... What? <laughs> This woman is lucky to be alive. Are you kidding me? What do you mean, LOL? Like, what? This is not funny. Like, you you were going to be, like, probably his first murder. Like, you were, he chose you. I promise you that's what happened. I think he just freaked himself out and talked himself out of it. But, yo, he chose you. I'm just, what? How you gonna ask somebody how you want to die? They tell you, which is kind of crazy that she even responded. And then he said, that's not gruesome enough. And then tried to kiss you. What the fuck? This is, a, these are cold reads. I have not read these. 
myself before sharing them with you. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, this one is labeled, now that's how you think outside the bun. I don't know what that means. Okay, so it reads here, online dating in your 40s sucks. You know, it's not that great before your 40s either. Just saying. I met this guy online. It was not Tinder. And he kept bugging me to take me out to dinner. I finally agreed and he said he wanted to take me somewhere nice. Now, I don't know about any of you, but when I hear somewhere nice, to me that involves waitstaff and tablecloths. We agreed to meet in a well-lit grocery store parking lot and ride to the restaurant in his car. It's cool out, so I put a dress on and tights and high-heeled boots and go to meet him in the parking lot of the strip mall. He pulls up in a Mercedes and I wonder if I'm dressed well enough for wherever we're going. We do the greetings and I get in his car and he drives across the parking lot to the Taco Bell drive through <laughs> I am not joking. I text my teenage daughter and she tells me that things like that only happen in the movies. Needless to say, there is no second date. <laughs> You know, she got all dressed up and, you know, and she's right. If you tell someone that you're you're going to take them somewhere nice, I have to admit Taco Bell is not the first place I choose. Now, no shade to Taco Bell. I, I love me some Taco Bell. You know what I'm saying? When I'm nice and lit, that if that place becomes like a five-star uh, restaurant, you understand? But when I go on a date and I'm in complete sobriety and you tell me you're taking me somewhere nice and you pick me up in a Mercedes, you know, I'm not thinking we're going to Taco Bell. What? I mean, you could have at least taken me to, to Chipotle. Shit, man. It's like a step up. Like, come on. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yo, he sucks. <laughs> All right. So here is yet another one here. Man, I got to say, oh, the single life is, uh, you know, it's horrifying at this point. Like, <laughs> Okay. I was done with the date when she said she needed to take a wee as we walked down a back alley to the next bar. She pulled her jeans down, took a shit behind a bin, then searched in the bin and wiped up what? And wiped with a sheet of newspaper. I was totally infatuated with her after working with her for a few months. And in 30 seconds, it disappeared fast. Okay, wait a minute. So he asked out someone that he's had a crush on for a while. They go on a date. She says, be right back. I need to take a, uh, take a piss. I guess a wee. She goes down a back alley next to the bar, but not doesn't go into the bar to use the restroom. She, go, she does it behind the bar. Wow. And then took a shit. Not a Took a shit. Yo, that, 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 that's, that's, that's a red flag. I feel like if there was a red flag, that, that's one. That is, um... That is, that is, that's disturbing. <laughs> what? And wiped her ass with newspaper. I mean, like, he didn't say there wasn't a second date. I'm just going to assume that her actions implied that. And also, how do you go back to work with this person after seeing them take a shit? How do you, how do you, how do you continue working with them? How, how do you stay professional? Hey, listen, Lisa. I need copies. Oh, man, he took a shit in an alley behind him and wiped her ass with newspaper. I'll just, I'll ask El, El Roy if he can 
Maybe the cat is. Yo, why did I? Why was Elroy the name that I? <laughs> what? <laughs> just I was like, think of a name. Think Elroy. Go with that. <laughs> wow. I met up with a guy from Tinder at a brewery, and he was clearly already intoxicated. Oh, well, this is starting great. First of all, Tinder, red flag. Um, second of all, he's already intoxicated. Red flag number two, and that was the first sentence. This poor person. He showed up on a street bike with a broken leg in a full cast. Wow. I asked what happened, and he told me his baby mama ran it over after he bashed all the windows out of her car because she was cheating. I left 10 seconds later. What the entire fuck? He shows up to his first date drunk as hell already. His leg is broken in a full cast. And he tells her that his ex or his baby mama, not even ex, his baby mama, someone that he is going to be tied to for the rest of his life, ran over his leg because he broke the windows out her car because she was cheating. Yeah, nah, she, this person made the exactly correct decision to get the hell out of Dodge, okay? <laughs> because that is some drama that nobody would, would want any parts of. And if you telling me that happened to you and this is our first date, oh no, I'm good. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, do an about face right back to my car. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll pass. I'll pass. Next up, a marriage that was accidentally kept within the family. Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Is there, is there anything that could happen in your relationship that would make you leave your spouse immediately? Like just, mm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Because a lot of people would say cheating is the biggest no-no on the list. Now, I, I may have a bigger reason than that. A reason that I never, ever thought would need to be a reason. What if you found out that your spouse, your husband, or your wife was actually dum 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 your cousin. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's horrible. Uh, this this actually happened to someone, and for some reason, she decided to share it online. So let's take a listen to to the audio clip of this video. <laughs> publicly told anyone that I accidentally married my cousin. I was sitting on the couch looking for names for the baby that we were about to have, and I was on family search. Oh, look, grandpa's name, grandma's name, great grandma's name, great great grandma's name. Husband's next to me on his own family search, and he's like, oh, that's funny. We have the same grandma and grandpa's names. I look at this line and it's all the same as mine. So I think, oh no, no, you're still logged into my account. Then we start looking at it and we realize my grandpa is his grandma's first cousin. So he calls his grandma and I call my grandpa and we ask them if they know each other. Sure enough, sure do. They lived together when they were growing up as children. We are third cousins. We have won a prize for being the closest related in a neighborhood activity. 
And when I go to my family reunion, he gets to go to his too at the same time. Wedding? What wedding? We got married in a courthouse after work on a Wednesday. This is a picture for my wedding day. There we are. There's a copy machine and the, the dividers for the offices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there we are against the brick wall in the hallway of the courthouse. But still, let's say that we had the wedding and my grandpa and his grandma were there and we found out that we were third cousins at the wedding. What were we supposed to do? What were we supposed to do? Uh, not marry your cousin. I feel like that was an option. <laughs> this is a 42-year-old woman uh, from Utah. Her name is Marcella Hill. And uh, she decided to open up that she, quote-unquote, accidentally married her cousin while pregnant with his baby. So they have a child together. Actually, they have more than they have four children together and they are actually planning to celebrate their 12th wedding anniversary uh in march so <laughs> this this is just horrible <laughs> i i what the entire fuck what are the odds and then at first i was like so no one in the families ever met each other before they got married like i know there wasn't a wedding like or like she said but why why did she not introduce him to anyone in her family? I feel like this probably would have been sought out, but I guess, God damn it. I don't, this is crazy. Let me ask you guys, what would you do? Because I'm telling you right now, if I found out at the wedding that we were related, I'm not, I'm not marrying my family member. Yo, the wedding is off, fam. Like it's done. It's not meant to be. And I also know that, uh, was it, I think they got married while she was pregnant. So it's like, oh man, I, 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 oh, whew. I've never had any kids before. So I don't know what it feels to have that motherly bond like a mom would to a kid. But looking at my son or daughter and realizing that we're, we're related in two different ways, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> we're going to. We're going to need some therapy here. Uh, that's a lot. Just wow. And, and this woman posted this online and told the world proudly that she has a family with her cousin. There is no amount of money you could ever offer me to share this online if I was her. I'm taking the L on this one and I'm doing it quietly with four therapists on call. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. So I came across a new podcast that I want to share with you guys. The Sis Let Me Tell You podcast. And if you like gossip, helpful advice, and a good time, this is the podcast for you. Jazz and Jess are my twin cousins, but listen, y'all know I don't promote anything I don't enjoy. And when I tell you I have other people that I personally know in my life that have projects that y'all haven't heard of, well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> so shout out to Jazz and Jess for jumping headfirst into this podcasting world. It's a lot of fun, a lot of work, and I think you guys are kicking some ass. Hey there, it's Jess and Jazz. 
we're twins and we host sis let me tell you podcast we talk about celebrity gossip personal stories and addictive alternating segments every tuesday at 9 a.m on all streaming platforms we have a good ass time we really do (laughs) we'll catch y'all on tuesday see ya If there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's introduce your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, to your family before you marry them, okay? Because there's a good chance that this is going to happen uh, to that dude we talked about last week with 30 kids. Yo, they need to, everybody needs to make sure they know faces, birthdays, last names, social security numbers, because they're, hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't want them accidentally dating each other. And same thing with Nick Cannon's kids. There's too many of y'all. Y'all need to chill out, okay? <laughs> Introduce your, your boo thing to your family and your friends before you marry them, okay? Because it might just save you from an ancestral relationship. That's all I'm saying. Also, maybe don't put crack pipes in your vagina. I'm just saying, professionally silly life rules, y'all. I'm here to help and save lives. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much listening subscribe to this podcast and whatever platform that you're using so that you'll be notified when the new episode is posted also do your girl a favor and leave a five star and written review of this podcast on whichever platform that you're listening on because believe me when i tell you it is more helpful than you think and if you've ever wanted to help a podcast that is the best thing for you to do five stars and a written review especially on apple Podcasts. And if this is your first time listening, I hope you decide to come on back and join in on the silly and you can binge all the episodes that you haven't heard yet. So start from the beginning and grow with me. This podcast has come a long way and uh, I'm super glad and proud of uh, the changes that I've met and the milestones that I've reached. I still have a lot of work to do. So for those of you who've been there since day one, I fucks with you. Thank you so much. And for my new listeners, you steal the shit too. Just catch up. <laughs> also, be sure to share this podcast with a friend. Don't hog all the silly for yourself. Don't be selfish. Jesus. Don't forget to check out the podcast Twitter and Instagram at It's Pro Silly. And of course, check out the Professionally Silly Pod Group on Facebook. If you have any drama or stories that you want to share, any experiences you want to share, maybe you need some advice or you want the opinion of the P Silly listeners on something, email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Send those in. And uh, you can also leave messages or text my Google Voice number 805 664 182 If you would like to be anonymous, I need you to do me a favor and let me know when you contact me, okay? Because I may even be able to to, to change your voices. You can be anonymous verbally as well, so that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And if you aren't aware, if you listen to this podcast on Spotify or Anchor, there is a Q&A section where you can share your opinion on the episode or whatever question is posted there. As soon as I figure out how to change the questions. Um, <laughs> so feel free to uh, to go ahead and take a look at that and answer those questions there. So last week on the 
there are a few people I'd like to slap episode. The question that was already queued up for me is, what did you think about this episode? Uh, I am still trying to figure out how to change the question. You used to be able to just type it in yourself, but I don't know what happened. I'll figure it out. But uh, Ebony answered. I love Ebony. Hey, boo. Ebony answered. This is this was an interesting episode. I didn't know anything about the dumbass Biden's son. <laughs> right. Hunter Biden just stays in the news. My God. She also goes on to say, I'm so glad Mr. Babymaker is available. <laughs> Auntie Angela is one of my favorite actresses. If you want to know what the fuck she's talking about, make sure you go ahead and check out that last podcast episode I did last week. There are a few people I'd like to slap, and I'm sure a lot of us share that <laughs> that sentiment. There are just a few people that I would just I would I would love to give them that work. I really I would love to give them that work. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. So I recently got like a, a ton of random messages from like text messages from my phone from quote unquote Amazon, which is not. But uh, I want to share this with you guys just in case any of you uh, accidentally fall for this or know someone who might fall for this to let your friends and family know that there are people who are sending out this text message and I've gotten it twice already. Uh, it says Amazon and then it says like above that W-H-G-M-O-B. I, I mean the mob, it says mob on here. You know, <laughs> anyways, it says your account has been locked due to suspicious activity. All your last orders and subscription uh, has been on hold until this issue's fixed. Okay, it's supposed to be an apostrophe there. Click the link below to unlock your account. Then there's a link. Never, ever, ever, ever click links. Don't do it. Do not click links that are that are texted or emailed to you from people you don't fucking know. Be careful. If you do not complete the, the verification process before 24 hours, your Amazon account will be terminated. Sincerely, Amazon team. First of all, do not fall for this shit. It is not real. Warn your uncles, your aunties, your grandparents, your moms, and let them know that these text messages are going around so that you can uh, protect them as well. And I, I got the same exact text message a few days before that one. So yeah, do, do not fall for those scams. All right, guys, check out the show notes for some bonus information like my social media. I've included my link tree, which has the links to all my all my most used social medias and platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, my YouTube channels, all in one spot and the nonprofit website for my father and I as well from broke to breakthrough. He and I have written uh, two children's books together so far, working on another. And uh, if you are interested, you can purchase those books uh, there on that website from broke to breakthrough, but it's going to be down there uh, in my link tree, which you can click and it'll take you directly to it. And it's safe. Okay, it's me. I'm not gonna fool y'all. <laughs> I'm not a scam. For those of you interested in writing or sending me anything, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533 Lovejoy, Georgia 30250. You can send me anything that you want and I will open them on my YouTube channel, my professionally silly YouTube channel, and I'll make an unboxing video so we can enjoy my shock and amazement all together. Once again, I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. And I'll leave you with this. When you feel a bug crawling on you, but there isn't actually one there, it's the ghost of the bug you killed in the past come back to torment you. Yeah, that shit made you think, didn't it? <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, it's silly out here, y'all.